So it ripped all my ligaments, dislocated my foot, so it turned in the wrong direction, uh, and broke my tibia in three places. Like, it's properly mashed. Hello, I'm Johnny Moore, and this is Unhurried Moments. These are stories of when our sense of time is disrupted and suddenly there seem to be new possibilities for how we experience the world. Now, although these stories are often about breakthrough moments, quite often there's a longer arc to them, and that's certainly the case with today's. We're going to hear from Nick Parker, the writer, whose story is, yes, about a specific moment when he breaks his leg, but it's also about the long background to it. Over to Nick. So the story probably starts years and years ago. A thing you probably need to know about me is all my life I have suffered with anxiety is the wrong way of describing it. Because for a long time, I don't think I realised that's what it was. And at various times of my life, I've had different ways of managing this. Broadly speaking, there was a period of my life where I think it held me back. Then there was a period of my life largely throughout my 30s, where I had a sort of feel the fear and do it anyway attitude, where I sort of blustered on through, uh, which was, in retrospect, is sort of like driving everywhere in first gear. Like It gets you there, but it's incredibly inefficient and knackers the machine. And then seven or eight years ago, uh, my mother died quite suddenly, quite traumatically, Without going into sort of too much detail about that, the long and short of it was, <laughs> I sort of a few months after she died, I sort of hit a wall, which was largely a sort of post-traumatic reaction to everything that had been going on. And the sort of you know the sort of upshot of that is just I just basically sort of burned out completely. And in sort of putting my life back together after that, realised that a lot of what was going on was my not particularly efficient coping strategies for what I realised was anxiety in various forms. I know I can identify with Nick's story of anxiety, beginning with not really seeing it for what it is, and then over the years coping with it in a variety of ways, sometimes effective for a time, before things come to a head in a crisis and you realise perhaps some deeper shifts are needed. Nick goes on to explain how that worked for him. And over the last few years, I have found different ways of coming to terms with this, living with it, becoming a different person, you know, and a whole range of things, like from literally taking up the ukulele and just having much more joyful things in my life, little and often, to meditation and mindfulness and a lot of practice around that, increasing my awareness of you know, which things you can control and which things you can let go of, being aware of how much you are living in the now versus how much you are living in the past and how much you are projecting into the future and all of this stuff. So cut to three weeks ago, I'm a writer. My office is in a shed at the bottom of my garden. It was a very normal day. It had gone dark. I was walking back from my office (laughs) to the house. There's a little bit of the path where I take a shortcut, cut across the grass, and was aware that, like, looking down at my feet with the bit where I step off the grass onto the path, looking down and thinking, gosh, it's really dark, I can't see my feet, to suddenly lying on the floor, being pretty sure I'd done something very bad to my leg. 
there was an awful amount of pain. I was also really aware, as I hit the ground, of some process or little thought loop kicked in going, you are not the pain. It is separate from you. You can breathe. Um, which was, which was a like a real surprise. Like those are not that is not my normal response to a traumatic experience. If you'd have asked me, I thought my experience, my my response would have been to freeze and just yell in agony and roll around. Um, so there was a bit of me which was very detached and felt quite mindful of it's okay. This is a situation, but there are things we can do about this. And all of this happening within just that couple of seconds of going from standing up to realising I was on the ground and the pain kicking him. But I was just really, it really struck me that my response in those few seconds where things went from being okay to not being okay at all, something different kicked in and time slowed down. And broadly speaking, that whatever it was that kicked in then has, has endured over the last two or three weeks. Now, you might be thinking, well, perhaps it wasn't that serious a leg break. The reality, as told by Nick, is really rather surprising. The surgeon said it's an accident they usually see in people who've had high-speed high speed motorcycle crashes. That if you're, if you're zipping along and you hit a patch of oil and your motorbike goes out from under you, and your instinct is to put your foot down, which obviously is a very bad thing to do if you're going at 50 miles an hour. Um, it's the same injury. So it ripped all my ligaments, dislocated my foot, so it turned in the wrong direction, uh, and broke my tibia in three places. Like, it's properly mashed. Um, and yeah, I did that walking down the garden, like a ridiculous freak accident. Nick's story reminds me of some of the other podcasts in this series where people have related these kinds of traumatic accidents. I'm thinking of Steve Chapman describing the eerie sense of calm that descended on him around an accident, and of Francine Campone in the very first episode of this podcast sharing the moment when she came back to consciousness after a very bad traffic accident and having this sudden realisation, there is only now. I realise I spend quite a lot of my life worrying about imagined disasters, and yet it's odd to find that when real ones actually happen, they might turn out to be more manageable than we actually imagine. And once again, I'm forced to think that perhaps life is richer, more mysterious, maybe more wonderful than we think in the rush of our daily lives. You can find out more about this podcast and other things unhurried at the website unhurried.org. Thanks for listening and do join me again soon.